Hi there, it's Lucia, host of the Witch Money podcast here. Before we start today's episode, I just wanted to tell you about a really handy new tool from us here at Witch, and even better, it's free. It's called My Money Health Check. All you need to do is answer a few quick questions about your finances, and then we'll do the rest, pointing you towards our brilliant witch advice that we think you'll find really useful. Once again, that's My Money Health Checks. If you want help with cutting your bills or making your money go further, it's the place for you. Just head to witch.co.uk forward slash My Money Health Check. Welcome to the Witch Money Podcast, your weekly hit of money news and personal finance hacks to help make you better off. I'm your host, Lucia Ariano, and here's what's coming up this week. I couldn't believe that anything I wanted in the world, I could win it for free. You win stuff that maybe, A, you would never even think of buying yourself, and B, you possibly couldn't afford it anyway. You know, the way the society is at the moment with everything going up, the prices, it just gives a bit of fun, a bit of enjoyment, and it also helps a bit as well for the day-to-day. Yeah, it supports us in lots of ways. So I just liked that barbecue one. Right. And I didn't actually tag anyone. I just liked the post. Sure. Now I've got a request to be followed by Twisted Manager. So do we think that this is like a scam We're all feeling the pinch of the cost of living crisis and for many of us that means cutting back on treating ourselves. Big holidays, new gadgets, fancy restaurants, all these things have become harder to justify or even impossible to afford. But what if you didn't have to pay for them? This week I'm handing over the show to witch journalist Ian Aikman as he talks to people who make a hobby out of winning competitions and sees if he has what it takes to become one of them. Over to you Ian. Earlier this year, Christine won a two-night holiday to Yorkshire. She was excited, but she had a strange feeling. It was a feeling she was about to win something bigger. Sure enough, within a week she'd won a five-night break to a five-star lodge in Scotland. This happens to Christine a lot. Well, there are times when, um, I don't know, you, you, it's a sort of an instinct thing. When Christine predicts these wins, they don't come out of nowhere. She's not just entering the odd competition now and then. She has a process. Uh, so I, I do the majority early in the morning and uh, and later in the evening, you know, if I'm a bit bored with the telly or whatever. Uh, and of course, now I'm retired. Uh, I've got more free time <laughs> during the day. Over the years, Christine has won hundreds of prizes. She keeps a win list, an inch thick stack of A4 pages, which includes an all-inclusive trip to Iceland, VIP Madonna tickets, bicycles, vouchers and cash. She estimates she's won 40 holidays over the past three decades. I started um, over 30 years ago uh, when I was working as a secretary for an animal feed company. Uh, And I came across this competition uh, whereby you had to um, calculate how much milk you would need to um, convert to um, an X amount of cheese um, in weight. Um, so I thought, okay, I'll have a go at this, um, and I did. Um, I entered. Sort of weeks down the line, um, I got the message to say that I'd won a whole year's supply of cheese. 
Christine might sound like one of the luckiest people in the world, but there are thousands of people across the UK with remarkable track records just like hers. These are people who take entering competitions seriously as a hobby, and it can lead to major results. They call themselves compers and competitions comps. You've got to keep it brief when there's prizes to be won. I wanted to find out more about the world of comping, and to be honest, I fancied winning some prizes myself. So I started entering competitions, and I spoke to a number of comping hobbyists and experts for advice. So how long have you been comping? It's just oh, just a little over a year now. I started in the end of May last year. Um, it was after I read an article in a magazine that inspired me to give it a go. And um, since then, yeah, so since then I've won quite a few prizes, been very lucky and fortunate. And um, yeah, so it's about just over a year now. This is Michelle. She's relatively new to comping, but she's a lot to show for it. It's hard to say like which prize that is my you know most treasured and one that you know we celebrated the most because there's been so many. Um, I think my dad would probably say a KitchenAid that I won for him, which was from a bag of sugar that was early on. Um, for me, it was a necklace that I won. That it was on a Facebook competition, and it was to I think it was like to put a prediction of a score for England when they were playing, and it was um, a silver two hearts necklace and it was with the fingerprints of my two daughters oh lovely how would you describe to us your sort of tactics for for getting all these wins well like i said originally i looked in it was one of the magazines that told us like some tips um from die coke and she's got a facebook group um called lucky learners die coke is a name that came up a lot when i started looking into comping she's also known as super lucky die and she's essentially a comping influencer. Okay, hello Di. Hello there, Ian. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. Good, good. I uh, I just wanted to ask, uh, this might not be relevant, but you were just on a bus right now, is that correct? <laughs> That's correct, yes. Was that related to any sort of prize or anything? Well, it, it's funny you should say that, because the actual bus journey wasn't. It was simply because it was too hot to walk back from Brighton. <laughs> Right. However, while I was on the bus, I did check my emails and I had an email in from Amazon saying, um, you've won a £500 gift card. So, what? Yeah, I had a, a little lucky email just before speaking to you. Like Christine, Di started comping many years ago. Well, comping I got into in the late 90s. So um, it, I was out of university. I just started my first job. I wasn't earning a lot of money and I really wanted to go to a lot of music festivals. So I started entering all the postcard entry competitions I could find to win tickets for Glastonbury and for Reading. And um, and I was winning them all. And I was winning tickets for me and tickets for my friends and backstage passes. Uh, and I thought, hang on a minute, this this is a good hobby. Maybe I should try and enter to win a bit more than just festival tickets. So I started looking in um, just the local newspaper. I was living in Birmingham at the time. And, oh, there was a competition to win a year's supply of lager. So I entered that and I won it. Uh, and then I won my first trip abroad, and that was a weekend in Dublin with my friend Vina. Um, and I just discovered this fantastic hobby. And at the time, it was really early days of the internet. So it was looking in magazines, in newspapers, um, things like that, really. You occasionally see things in the supermarkets on entry forms. Um, so it was actually quite hard to find competitions. And then, of course, when the internet took off in the late 90s, early noughties, and suddenly it was a whole new world of hobby for me. Um, so I became completely obsessed with it. I just I couldn't believe that anything I wanted in the world, I could win it for free. <laughs> I asked Di what advice she had for comping newbies like me. 
what I say to people is think really hard about the kind of prizes that you want to win and then go and find those prizes. Go and find the brands that you like. So rather than go to a competition website or, you know, there might be survey websites, you're passing a lot of information on to those people. I say just go to the websites of brands that you know and brands that you trust. So you might even start with going to see if all your local favorite businesses, the shops and the restaurants and the cinemas and all the places that you spend money at regularly, go and find them on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, because they will be running competitions. And that's a great way to start. Because if you're entering on social media, you're not putting in your full name, your email address, your home address, your phone number. You're literally just leaving a comment on a post on social media. So it's an easy way to get started, really. So that's what I did. I entered dozens of competitions to win everything from signed books to spa breaks. Some of the competitions were from biscuit packets and coffee pots, but most of them I found on Instagram, where there really are an overwhelming number of free giveaways. Here's me and fellow podcast producer Grace Witherden taking a look for Instagram comps together. Um, See, I'm just going to pull up Instagram... That's, I'm on the hashtag giveaway. You're already on hashtag maybe giveaway. Maybe you should go competition or like mix okay. it up. Okay, I'll hashtag competition. What, what's it like on hashtag giveaway? Giveaway, there's like 46 million posts, but some of them look crap. So there's a big egg. Easter egg or just egg? You know, the big egg um, barbecue you know oh, that? Right. Yeah. Okay. So, summer barbecue giveaway. We've teamed up with our friends to offer one lucky person a chance to win everything you need for the perfect summer barbecue with your mates. Worth 1500 Like this post, follow Brewgooder and Twisted tag a friend you'd smash this bundle with. Every tag <laughs> is a new entry. Summer doesn't last forever and you don't have long to enter. So, go, go, go. Competition closes 25th of August. Okay. It was all going well until something strange happened to Grace. Oh my god, so... Right, so I just liked that barbecue one. Right. And I didn't actually tag anyone, I just liked the post or whatever. Now I've got a request to be followed by Twisted Manager. Says, wait for DM for the final challenge. Follow us for for notifications. This This is a second account managed by the management team. Wait, so is that... What's Twisted? Is that the so brand... So Twisted was the one that was doing the barbecue egg. Oh, my God. And I didn't even enter it. I just liked it. Yes. So do we think that this is, like, a scam? Yeah. Of course it... Look, even though the... Twisted had the tick, but now I've been followed by this secondary Twisted account. What does it look like here? So what? What? how many followers have this they This account is private. That's a red flag. 210 followers, 239 following... Yeah, I don't know. And I literally only liked this. I liked this like egg competition, like, like ten minutes ago. Yeah, while we were recording, it was less than eight minutes yeah, ago. That's how long we've been on. And that did seem legit because that was, like, it had a blue tick. This twisted. I'm sure that was legit. Twisted had a blue tick. I didn't even follow them. I just liked the post. And now these people have immediately... So I haven't technically been able to enter yet because I haven't actually entered. I've not tagged anyone. All I've done is like this one post. Wow. And now I've been followed by... Well, no, my account's private, so they've requested to follow me. Twisted Manager. And is it is that picture the same as regular Twisted? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So this is a second account managed by the management team, but... 
It's not. It doesn't say that. I mean, in that post that I did like, it didn't say, oh, you'll be contacted by a secondary account. No, and in fact, I don't think that ever happens. I think this is... This happened to me as well. This is a normal, like, scam approach. They can just see everyone who liked it, so they just follow all of them. They probably have alerts set up for who likes it. They must have done if it's that quick. I sound like I actually know what I'm talking about here because Di had already warned me about this. Yeah, the only thing is, of course, the scammers, they get quite clever. So... How it might work sometimes is they see that a really popular competition is running on Instagram or Facebook and they will try and mimic the account that's running it. So before the competition has even closed, suddenly you might get a message from TK Maxx saying, congratulations, you're our winner. Click this link and leave your credit card details. Or, you know, it doesn't usually say that, but that's what they're trying to get from you. You know, leave your details on this link there's a small fee to pay for delivery of your prize or things along those lines. And you need to be really careful. That should ring alarm bells. So you need to be careful that if you do get a winning message, you need to track it back to the actual proper page. So click on the person that sent it to you. If something doesn't look right, then go to the website of the proper brand, go to TK Maxx, follow the links to their social media and work out has that message come from them. So it's it's a balance, really, because quite often it, it can be really similar. And that is very difficult for beginners to sort of tell the difference. So I do have a lot of content on my blog, how to identify a scam, email, text message, social media message. So I tell people, if you can kind of read up on this before you get really stuck into comping, it will help. It will help you identify what's genuine and what's not. Action Fraud didn't have data on how often this kind of scam occurs, but it happened to almost all the compers I spoke to. It's a shame, but avoiding scams needs to be on your mind if you're thinking about trying comping yourself. The page that tried to follow Grace was actually removed, and the brand running the comp, Twisted, issued a helpful warning to its followers saying the winner will only be contacted by the official brand account. Of course, comping wasn't always an online thing. It was in the days where you had to buy a product and um, keep the till receipt and uh, send off Uh, the till receipt with a slogan, uh, sort of tiebreaker answer, um, saying why you'd like to win this competition. Can you tell me a bit more about the way comping used to be with those tiebreakers? I I understand that that used to be what it was always like. Yeah, those were the good days. From, From my point of view, those were the good days. Several compers I spoke to missed the more creative days. So when a big opportunity to get very creative came along, they all paid attention. Um, I have been speaking to some other compers about a big uh, comping sort of moment, um, I believe a year or two ago, which is the uh, Jet 2 holiday prize. Yes, the party plane. Yeah, can you tell me anything about that? Well, the Jet 2 party plane was a fabulous prize and it's It was a competition I think they'd run before and essentially you were able to take 99 of your friends on a private plane to Mallorca for the weekend with guest of honour, Rylan Clark-Neal. So, um, and someone spotted it and of course put it in my Facebook group and said, wouldn't this be amazing if we could fill the plane with compers? Uh, And I said, oh, it would be amazing, but it's a a public vote competition. I don't like those kind of competitions because I always Mm. think, oh, you should be winning on merit or random. I don't like it when it comes to a vote. Um, But everyone in the group was really enthusiastic. And I said, 
okay, well, let's enter it, but make sure we do a really good entry so that if, if, you know, if our group does win, then we're worthy winners and we really put the effort in. So um, I did a sort of a gathering in the group of anyone who was interested and, and everybody who was interested sent a little photograph or a video. And then I can't remember who it was in the group, but one of the girls brilliantly edited it all together as the entry. I've seen the video and it's a great watch. It's a joyful few minutes featuring dozens of compas dressed as dice, magpies and four-leaf clovers. The soundtrack is a rewritten version of Jess Lynn's Hold My Hand with lyrics all about good luck charms. Naturally, they won. I had to do a bit of a sort of a ballot in the group because I think about 250 people wanted to go and only 100 could go. So I had to do like a prize draw to assign all the places on the plane. Um, but it, yeah, it was absolutely brilliant. So it was all expenses paid. Everybody wore lucky themed clothes. So we had green lucky t-shirts, four leaf clovers, lucky pixies, lucky fairies. It was absolute mayhem. And it's great as well because it was all those compers being together because quite often as a comper, you talk to other people, they look at you as if you're absolutely crackers. <laughs> Whereas you can imagine three days in Mallorca, everyone you talk to knows exactly what you're talking about and why it's such a wonderful hobby. So it, it was lovely to be in that zone. I didn't take my husband with me because he would have just been overwhelmed by all these compers. So <laughs> I said, look, I'm going to go on this holiday on my own to make sure that I speak to all 99 people on this trip. <laughs> and it was it was a wonderful, it was the perfect prize for us, really. It sounds It sounds like a great moment. And I feel like you might have been sort of a bit of a celebrity there. Yeah, I got really emotional. There was one point when someone said to me and they, they had um, a special evening entertainment that was all a surprise and they had a surprise rudimental gig and it was absolutely brilliant. And someone said to me, they said, oh, these people are only here because of your Facebook group. And I started crying and I was wow. like, oh my God, it's true. All I did was wanted to start a Facebook group to help people who wanted to start winning competitions. And I, I was like, oh, this is brilliant. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was. It was. It's quite, it's quite funny when people ask you for a selfie and I'm like, mm, I'm not that <laughs> <laughs> many of these compers were meeting for the first time, but others were already friends, because for many, comping is about community. I'm in a group of other compers, so some women and gentlemen in a WhatsApp group, and each day for the, you know, the message, different um, competitions, and it was a nice little kind of support um, group that we have. You know, we, we know each other in a sense, because we've been, I think we've mm. been on the WhatsApp now for about a year. We just had our one year anniversary on there, and they give you a bit of inspiration to keep going and to try different things. It's it's a really exciting um, hobby where, you know, whereby you, you make friends with people online that you've never even met. But, of course, you've got that same common um, hobby of, of entering competitions. And, and then you start, you start to tag these people in competitions and then they do it to you. Uh, so, you know, that's a good way of connecting up to, you know, to these lovely, lovely, friendly people in, in, in my, um, in my Facebook, um, comping group, um, that keep us going really. And you spoke before about sharing all of that cheese is, is do you often, uh, share, share the things that you win? Everything. I share everything I win. Something you've touched on already is that comping is not just about, winning prizes for yourself you've talked a lot about how you share them with your family um you know what how does it feel to be 
you know bringing people all this joy through the the hobby that you have feels great and especially the way you know obviously it is at the moment with all the prices going up and it's it's nice to treat the people that you care about your friends and your family and it's nice to give them like random acts of kindness as well you know it doesn't Mm. have to be the birthday it's nothing you know just a little something to you know give them a bit of joy because we we were fortunate enough to win a few um tickets to go and watch the women play you know with the football that's been recently on and then a friend of mine who's just going through a divorce at the moment and she went with her daughter and she had a great time and um yeah so it's nice to give to others as well that's fantastic i mean you know what would you say that it's changed your life yeah, my uh, my sister said that to me not so long ago. <laughs> but um, I think everybody that I know, they've started comping as well. Um, and it's quite really? funny when you go to their houses and you see different things in the kitchen, like particular glasses that are from competitions. And you think, yeah, you know, it's just nice. And it's a bit, I think, for more like the last couple of years that we've had, you know, as in England and, you know, in the world with COVID and everything, it's just been nice to have some good news and some happy news to share and um yeah so yeah definitely will continue after a month of comping i was ready to speak to die again so die are you ready to hear how i fared at comping i don't know am i, <laughs> I don't know. so bearing in mind this is after uh speaking to many compers uh getting advice from uh, the likes of you Uh, and many different resources Uh, and doing it I like to think I gave it a pretty good go Um, so after all that time I managed to win nothing (laughs) oh Ian you weren't doing it properly (laughs) like where did I go wrong do you think should I sort of tell you what I did and you can sort of say yeah yeah because I could give it another go like I haven't sort of given up forever so I started out I went around the supermarket and bought some food uh items with uh price draws yeah i entered them about twice and then forgot uh, maybe that that's potentially <laughs> the first misstep yeah yeah a routine is good yeah it, yeah every I, day <laughs> i i struggle to do it in a routine i was doing it like i guess i was doing it like for work right for this article i was writing on this podcast so i was sort of trying to do it in the workday and I, I, I did do it in the evening a bit I did um a lot of Instagram comments yeah. um but I, because I took it to heart that uh only enter competitions that I actually want to win I think what I found was a lot of the time I only wanted to win really popular competitions <laughs> so it was like big ones like big vouchers or like um Harry Styles tickets was one I'm trying to think of all the things I lost in the process of yeah. doing this. um you know and like big holidays and things and other you know I found a lot more competitions for more smaller sort of things that I just thought well I don't want that or you know I've got a small flat there's no room for that um so yeah and then and then after I handed in the article I just thought well not after I handed it in after I sort of I just sort of stopped I just sort of stopped doing it I think it it was at the point where I was started writing it I was like well that's over the comping's over um and I think that's probably a big misstep as well, uh, not committing to it the way that these uh, compers that I spoke to and yourself like really dedicate themselves. Um, so I, I, yeah, I think I, I've, I don't blame my luck necessarily, and I definitely don't blame 
the advice I got, I sort of think I I never really took it on as an actual hobby. I was more of a, a visitor. Um, I was more casual about it. And I guess I could have won something with that approach, but that would, would have taken a lot of luck uh, and coincidence rather than sort of diligence. Yeah, I think I think a commitment, you do need to commit to it. You know, you can, people think maybe you can just dabble, but actually I think if you can just put aside a bit of time every day and just remind yourself that this is a hobby that you've taken up and, oh, I'll just enter those daily competitions today. I'll do my instant wins today. Getting into that routine is is the thing really. And I don't think you really got there, did you? <laughs> I think Di was right. I didn't manage to make comping enough of a daily routine and I didn't commit to it enough. I would have needed a lot of luck to win with this approach. But maybe a lot like Christine, I feel like I am due a win at some point soon. And there's one prize I want to win more than anything else. When I asked Dai what her dream prize was, she said it would be a trip to Japan to visit her best friend who lives there. It was one of those strange comping coincidences, because that's also my dream prize for the exact same reason. I mentioned this to Dai one more time. Uh, I still want to win a trip to Japan to see my yeah, friend. Yeah, you see, I, if I find that, Ian, I don't share it with anyone. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, enough. actually, and I'm just trying to think, have I seen a trip to Japan recently? I think you could. Oh, there's a really good one. Yes, noodle slurping. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's a London restaurant. The name of it slipped my mind, but you have to do the best video of slurping udon noodles. And it's a Marugame, I think is the name of the restaurant in London. I think it closes okay. in, in um, September. So I, d- I don't know if you've got time to do that. But yeah, the, the, the person who does the best video of noodle slurping is winning a holiday to Japan. Wow, so, okay. Well, a- a- again, it, it's going to require effort, but most yes. people will be like, nah, can't be bothered. They'll probably get 25 entries. So, okay. the, the, you know, the odds. <laughs> you know what? This is so promising because it's such a sort of embarrassing video you have to yep. make. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, you, I, I know it. I know you really want that prize too. So I know it was a lot for you to share that with me. But maybe you only did it because you know that I'm one of those people that probably won't be bothered. <laughs> you know, I always I love these ones that are embarrassing. But that's just me. If you are, you know, if you don't mind taking selfies and having a bit of a giggle, it is a great hobby. If that's the kind of thing that you enjoy, because you've definitely got a better chance of winning. <laughs> okay, here we go. I have my bowl of noodles and I'm ready to slurp my way to my first win, slurp my way to Japan. Let's set up the camera. All right, here we go. This is it. Thank you so much, Ian, for coming on the show today and to you for listening to this week's episode of the Witch Money Podcast. If you have a question you'd like us to answer in the show or even dedicate an episode to, please do let us know in the comments wherever you're listening to the show or drop us an email at podcast at witch.co.uk. And for more money news and advice, find us on social media at witchmoney and online at witch.co.uk forward slash money. And there's also our free money newsletter, which is delivered to your inbox every Monday. To sign up, visit witch.co.uk forward slash money newsletter. This episode of the Witch Money podcast was produced by Ian Aikman with additional support from Grace Witherden and edited by Ian and Rob Lilly. 